what trap would you include in your weird basement jungle dungeon? And uh, please bear in mind, gotta be cheap. Anything involving confrontation. <laughs> See, someone there wearing a t-shirt that misuses uh, the you and I <laughs> rule, and and oh, just having to bite it back, and I don't want to say anything because I still <sighs> am quite concerned by what this person thinks of me, and yet, right. Oh, and then the door's behind them. <laughs> and you have to have done it before you can leave. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Mine, you Your get led into a cinema and there's a guy using his um, using his phone just directly in front of you. And uh, you have to concentrate and emotionally connect with the film that's playing. Um, and you, you just know that's utterly impossible with this phone guy there. So you're going to have yeah. to say something. Oh. Just literally have to. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I'm trying to watch <laughs> Skyline. <laughs> I'm doing you a favor, mate. thing the podcast that dresses exactly like lord preston wants he can afford it it's not very expensive and enjoy it <laughs> i'm paul benedict i'm not even a good thief shit all right we'll get look, look forward to hearing that again <laughs> um we are traveling through the many shitty doors of recommendations month yeah yes indeed <laughs> and this one comes from uh from new friend extra new friend liam jose oh an extra new friend an extra new friend he, he turns out to have run a uh, cult movie night in Melbourne uh, for, uh, for a little while. So he was fully schooled on the Breen. So we connected on that first, obviously. And, and do you know what? I ask of everybody about Neil Breen. First thing I do when I meet somebody. Yeah, sure. Do you know what? He's the first person. First person to have said yes and then turn <laughs> yeah. up in a Neil Breen t-shirt. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So when he recommended this film, I was ready to say yes even before he'd showed up that day. Unbelievable. Well... Yeah. Yes, Liam has done us a great favour here because he has challenged us to figure out all of the excellent puzzles of Bo- Bozidar D. Benedict, amazingly not directed by lead actor Lazar Rockwood, 1987 yes. film Beyond the Seventh Door. That's crazy! You can now try to open the next door to continue on, or you may stay where you are and die peacefully. Screw you! You heard that? I mean, Jesus Christ! How is this not directed? But yeah. how else has he gotten this? That <laughs> they were, they were. I imagine they were friends because they were both born in Yugoslavia, and then moved I imagine to if Ca- you saw them, Canada. they would be identical, very much like Christopher Nolan and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They would look exactly the same. These two guys. <laughs> yeah, you well, got the red carpet from Beyond the Seventh Door. To you, Paul, all white men do look the same. So that's true. So we're, we're already. You've already, you know, look, proven yourself mate, to be hundred percent. I fucking accurate. acknowledge. The lead actor in this doesn't look very much like Scoot McNary. I'll acknowledge that. And I tried to make him look that way through through squinting and the old Vaseline on the eye trick. There's just not enough. There's just not enough squint in them eyes, no. as uh, my old dad used to say. And that's on you. Uh, cost him his life. So this movie is part of the '80s Canadian exploitation genre, Canucksploitation. Yes. Uh, which we are not done with this year. I am excited to say, looking at oh, our lineup. Great. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, fuck me. That'll be a nice surprise. <laughs> yes, there are definitely things on their way. Um, thanks to the good folks at the at Kunuxploitation.com for the only info I could find on the film. 
Beyond what was in the film. <laughs> Beyond the film, indeed, which really does speak for itself. Uh, so director Benedict is Croatian-born, um, and he started mm. his career making cheap animation in Yugoslavia. Mm. 20 years later, he moves to Canada and mm-hmm. writes science fiction novels. He's written about two dozen of them, uh, which I would really very much like to get my hands on. So if anyone knows anything about this, please do let me know. Uh, Somehow this is written with bad acting. Are, are they written as if rec- recounted by Lazar Rockwood? <laughs> I hope so. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, gee. I don't like this. <laughs> I just don't like it. Then it says that Can Exploitation, uh, sorry, Can Exploitation says that Benedict made three horror movies to take advantage of the tax incentive. Um, but the Canadian tax shelter era ended in 1982. So unless these movies were produced then and then released in 87, which I mean, maybe you know, I'm not, I'm not sure when Lazar Rock would make sense. Nothing would surprise me. <laughs> these were shot in the 50s. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last week? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> anyway, he made three movies within a year, of which this is the first, and is also Lazar Rockwood's first acting gig. Would you believe it? No. <laughs> Come on. No, not at all. Has he developed this craft, this troubadour-esque performance? Yeah. Also, starting your <laughs> directing career with uh, a trilogy, <laughs> like a, th- a thematic yeah. trilogy. Starting is, um, and ending. <laughs> Best way. Quit while you're ahead. Best way. Shit, yeah. Imagine if Chris Nolan just made the Dark Knight trilogy, then got out of there. Yeah. Well, imagine, imagine if he made, uh, what was it, the following? Uh, <laughs> following the two. Prestige. And yeah. still following. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah. Oh, God. Were you trying to pick out his worst films? No, his first ones. Oh, okay. Get, keep like, my eye on you. Fuck you. <laughs> prestige. What are you? What were his first three? Following, I know we've got the time for um, this. Following Memento. Were, yeah, and uh, Insomnia. Uh, 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 made prestige between bats, between batses, between the batses. Of course, he did. Between the first, between the batses, and Christopher Nolan is his new podcast. <laughs> Hello, I'm here with every Batman, past, future, present. <laughs> and he has to get two, so he can be between two bats. That's true. He has but he, any two. He has so he oh, okay. he mixes it up. Oh, okay, not just and he has not just between actual bats. <laughs> Hello, ah ah <laughs> oh, ah oh oh no. Join me They're next everywhere. week. <laughs> do I have to do They're this? They're all up in everything. Wally, please. They're crawling with disease. <laughs> Wally, where have you gone? <laughs> Transcendence didn't work out. Come back to me, Wally. <laughs> Help me with the bat situation. Not much in the way of professional critical reviews, but seeing as Canuxploitation, God, yeah. com did most of the research for me, uh, let's quote them. So, Beyond the Seventh Door is just serious and engaging enough to distract from any shortcomings, using the sometimes exciting trap escape sequence to keep viewers from nodding off prematurely. You want, you want them to nod off at exactly the right time, <laughs> as soon as the credits hit. Yeah. It's like, ooh, <sighs> Some films depend on it. I think Michael Bay has worked this model for quite a year, few years quite successfully. His audience are very much ready for their nap after um, after that third hour of explosions. <laughs> Is this the same one? Oh, at least the kids are happy. Kids are in a cage somewhere. Night night, he says as he drifts off to shitty butt rock. <laughs> Public, meanwhile, uh, mostly left reviews, ironically calling it Oski-worthy. <laughs> Oski worthy. That's how you know they were joking. Mummy, I want Oski. <laughs> says um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh ho ho! But one person who may have taken it seriously is Jeff Brown two zero nine 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 four three zero three at IMDb. Oh yay! Who said 
Uh, Wendy was overwritten and overdressed. Uh, the movie would have been better if she had been silently naked throughout. <laughs> I challenge you to find a more menacing adjective <laughs> than silently naked. How was the um, guy holding the job interview? Well... <laughs> Yeah, I was listening and waiting with bated breath to see what nugget you were going to throw my way with this review and didn't disappoint. I don't know. I don't know what's better than that. I think silently naked is the name of anything you want to release, really. A, a, a scent, you know, a, a, an autobiography. Just, yeah, you name it, you're there. Toxic gas. <laughs> Overpopulation. Yeah. Another silently naked outbreak has occurred. <laughs> Anyway, t- time to move on to the next classic um, uh, format that we do. Uh, here are the IMDb plot keywords for this film. Okay. <laughs> Briefcase of money. Red dress. Trap. Nylon stockings. Fully clothed sex. Sex standing up. Bare-chested male. Puzzle. Pulling out skirt. Black panties. Kafka-esque. Two words. Oh, yeah, okay. And based on novel. Um, now, what are the other movies tagged with pulling out skirt? The Bulldog Breed with Norman Wisdom, and that's literally it. Those two. <laughs> so we saw so we saw the Bulldog Breed and wanted more of the same Paul. Can you blame us? <laughs> oh, and he's exploited the fucking market. Oh, that reads like the uh, that sketch of somebody at a supermarket and it's just condoms and champagne and, and then rubber wire. You know, like, you're having fun tonight. No one actually searches like that. <laughs> not even the people who are into specifically those things. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not going to type this in. It would be a murderer's habit. <laughs> um, oh no, I left the three-man list at home. Balls. I'll just have to manually check all four people in your movie's <laughs> IMDb page. No. <laughs> well, once we do all three of Benedict's films. <laughs> we might have a three-man or yeah. two. <laughs> and we will. We will do all three Benedict films. We I would very much like to. I'm very curious as to how his style developed and what other premises, uh, premises, yeah, premises yeah. he uh, yeah. filmed on. <laughs> no, is <laughs> the answer to all yeah. of these questions. Uh, the film has 4.7 on IMDb. So, Paul, you're not even a good thief. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> what's what, what? What specifically? <laughs> what don't I not like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul. Well, you l- l- this everything. <laughs> the ongoing feeling of it all but um this oh, this film uh we'll, we'll start with the beginning paul because um there's well, no better way of opening a movie than with an interesting font choice oh fuck yeah mate incidentally what's one thing about beyond the seventh door that made you realize how lovely those legs are it's an amazing font <laughs> yeah it's it's very good it, it is immediately reminiscent of breen and now i guess breen is reminiscent of this yeah. because because it's it's <laughs> clear influence yeah it's m- <laughs> like 90s marketing video or Men and Motors style oh, man. Um, production value here. And that, uh, that's when you know that you're in for a good time. <laughs> you know what You know what else signals that you're in for a good time? Is when you realise just how nuanced and different our frames of reference are, you and I. So yeah. Neil Breen is getting out of jail by the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely my first note. <laughs> a jail by the beach, I, ha- I ask you. Aww. That's Canada Surf's does up things in differently, Paul. It does, and yet, and a hundred percent rehabilitation rate. <laughs> Only committed the you... crime to get in here to do the surfing. <laughs> Are you rehabilitated? Yes, on you go, scamp. Surf's up. He goes into um the cafe that time forgot, 
and um, gets an instant coffee. He stares at Molly Ringwald for a while, yeah. who um, seems to be having a bad reaction to her lunch. So they go for coffee to settle her stomach. Yeah. And, and they, they immediately get down to brass tax pool. Um, fuck yeah, they fuck. <laughs> they, right there at the table. Love it. They, 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 they do a fuck with words. Yeah. And those words are something along the lines of... Come on, Wendy. Do you know how many times you promised me you'd get a job? Do you know how many... I was getting... Robbery isn't a job. I needed a, a stake to get the start. You were lucky, Boris. Lucky they caught you. God knows where it would have stopped. Look, there's a lot of words. They don't necessarily have to mean everything. Oh my but God. the no, thrust of it is... She doesn't like him because she's a woman in a movie, and so the usual reasons. Yeah, and and he's a he's a renegade. <laughs> he plays by his own rules, Oh, my probably. God. And I mean, yeah, a... look at his hair. That's, that's yeah. evident. He hasn't handed this main singer of Kings of Leon. You know, he hasn't handed... He, he was fired, but he didn't hand in his gun and badge. He, th- he still thrusts around and whips them out like nobody's yeah. business. And he's got one last job or something. And uh, yeah. and she doesn't want to do it. And he says, oh, please. And she goes, all right. All right. But it's just in the I hate place you. where she works, incidentally. This, um, <laughs> this particular job. Something I forgot to mention, by the way, is this guy does have a very unusual look, in case that hasn't become apparent from what we're discussing. Um, and for anyone who hasn't seen uh, Mr. Lazar, I think his name was, mm. and if anyone out there, this is not going to be a very helpful reference, but if anyone has does remember the old CITV show Roger and the Rotten Trolls... This is not going to be a good frame of reference at all, is it? Well, I'm just going to send you a picture of um, Roger and the Rotten Trolls, the uh, video set, I believe, um, and you may see that the lead troll does look quite a bit like uh, Mr. Lazar. Mr. Rockwood. Mr. Rockwood. Is that his name? Lazar Rockwood. Yeah, it is a stage name. I'm going to tell you right now. Rockwood is not <laughs> is not Yugoslav origin. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an interesting one. That's 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 a development in the half pool. <laughs> Please so, Google Roger and the Rotten Trolls for yeah. further information on this. Anyway, sorry, back to it's even more helpful than googling a picture of this movie. So yeah, so yeah. it's it's time to do a job. At yes. um, Mr. Preston's uh, Transylvania castle. Yes. Um, she takes him to a cellar with a lock on it, in which he yeah. tries to talk her out of going into the cellar. He takes an elevator into the foundation of the castle, which is the same place this probably goes. Probably goes. Why don't we just take the elevator? I tried. I can't get the door open. I think this doesn't look right. Probably it's, it's just a cellar. With a lock on it? It's locked. It doesn't mean anything. Well, there's a lock on it. Lots of people lock their cellars. He sleeps with it round his neck. Maybe he's really paranoid about people messing with his bins. <laughs> I, think, I really think we should start by looking directly up underneath his bed. <laughs> You're an asshole. Get in the cellar. Then cavity search, speaking of assholes, and then cellar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they go in the basement and they find a door. Can you pick it? Maybe. So he gets his equipment out of his pocket in real time. Yeah. In less than real time. Slow motion it might be. <laughs> and he and he does what I would call interacting with the door. And <laughs> he rub, he rubs his crap over it a bit. Yeah. It's it's Keanu esque, <laughs> two words. It turns out behind the door is where he's keeping his creepy corridor. Ah. Oh dear. Good place to put it. Hate those. There's no gold in here. No, there's no gold in here, just a corridor. Let's go. Um <laughs> They activate the security system. The Chambers of Terror model of security system. Welcome to my Chambers of Terror, whoever you are. 
I'll teach him to try and steal his famous treasure, as he says. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and for that you're you're now locked behind my my kind of corrugated iron fence. Good luck getting back through that. <laughs> they try and get back through the door they came in, but he he's locked the door. The bloody cheek. That bloody Kiefer Sutherland sounding motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah, they've got they've got some tests they've got to do to get out of here alive. Oh no! The first test is a combination lock. And uh, Ringwald has a hunch that somehow um, Kiefer Sutherland might have emphasised the incredibly awkward phrase, count on your wisdom. Yeah. Now, count on your wisdom, and you just might get out of here. Maybe it's some sort of ingenious code. Okay. Hmm, let's, let's try counting the letters in each word so we can at least rule out the obvious. Oh! Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> so through they go. The next room is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. They have yeah. to step on the right letters. Yeah. Um, but, oh, fuck, the door closed behind them. Shit, this guy's clever. <laughs> fuck. Best sit here and look, up, look upset for a while, I guess. Yeah. So, here's the clue. My father wears a ring. Okay, well, that's definitely one of the moons of Saturn. <laughs> uh, there's only 82 of those. Janus? Nope, that nearly killed me. Oh, fuck. Okay, um... <laughs> Guess it was a long shot that it would be one of the moons of Saturn. That's a pretty obscure reference. Yeah. Um, how about Rhea, a different moon of Saturn? Alright, is that the biggest one? Second biggest. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, probably hinting at that. Um they best figure it out soon though, because the wall is noisily closing in on them from behind, <laughs> which she eventually notices when it touches her. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's not it either. Hmm. Well, we arrived at Saturn really arbitrarily, really, because it has yeah. a ring around it, but um yeah. Tell you what, what about the mythological Saturn? Does he have any association with rings? Not that I remember, but he did have a daughter named Juno. Is that his only kid? No, he had six. Is she the youngest or eldest? No. All right, good clue for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so it, the answer is is, is, is Juno, because um, because yeah. of the connection to Saturn, the god. The, the real Saturn. The flawless connection with Saturn. The yeah. real Saturn, she says. Unless. Unless what? Maybe he means the other Saturn. The one from Roman mythology. The real Saturn. Saturn the god. Which is not anything. <laughs> hey, don't question my faith. And we still go by Roman religion. <laughs> and tonight we'll feast in Valhalla. Wait, you just said... Oh, never mind. So <laughs> I don't know what the Romans had. A big hall. Do you know what? The Romans didn't know what they had either, and that's why they're in the position oh, they are now. shit. Yeah. That's beautiful, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, cunt. So, uh, yeah, they get through... <laughs> Um, Yay! It was it was Jehovah I mean, with an eye, and they are <laughs> they're they're fucking through, and then they get in, into a. Is this when they get into another room through via a shaft? No, this is the one where well, I I don't know if it's a shaft, but this is the one where there's a room where they don't get a, a hint. So he taps every part of the room with a screwdriver and then well, dives through the obviously different bit of wall. <laughs> well, he taps. Now this is where the film really starts working for me because he taps. <laughs> He taps one corner of the room and says, that's it. It's all concrete. Well, maybe not everywhere. <laughs> and he has a certain thing to say to that. It's all concrete. Maybe not everywhere. What do you mean? Everywhere. It's a four walls. What do you mean? Why are you staying? Why don't you help me? I'm scared. I don't know what I'm to do. I'm scared too. I'm scared too. 
and uh, fuck yeah. yeah. And then ev- eventually, after three minutes of the spikes falling down, and and Wendy, uh, Molly Christ. Ringwald, looking very upset, he does. Yeah, uh, he does eventually choose to try <laughs> yeah. a different bit of wool, <laughs> which they get through before the spikes yeah. hit. There was a shaft. There was a shaft oh, going right. down into that room, and they get okay. down there, and they're like, "No." How do we, we can't, we can't go back. He's like, no, that's, that is how shafts work. <laughs> yeah, we can't go back to the many locked doors that are behind us. <laughs> also, at some point, I guess he got an extension cord out and left it on the floor. More on that later. <laughs> so, during the next smoking break, um, Ringwald falls down a chute and finds yeah. a supposedly dead man. Yeah. Don't look at him. Calm down. A dead man, Boris! Don't look at him. Calm down. Where are you? I'm going to have a fag. You just carry on. You just do whatever you're doing. You you carry on ringwalding. Um, <laughs> hey, is, is there a door down there? Don't you think I fucking... Oh, yeah. So she gradually manages to retrieve a screwdriver from the dead man's hands and uh, gradually undoes the door. The bolt. Yeah. One of the bolts on the door. Whilst Boris gradually considers lowering himself down gradually after gradually smoking another fucking cigarette. <laughs> But oh no, it's not just one screw holding this shaft in this grate in place. There are many screws, at least seven. Yeah. And one of them is longer than the others. I got one. Should I continue? I don't know. Uh, yeah, go ahead. But be careful. <laughs> just be careful. So, so it's just a thrilling sequence of her unscrewing another longer bolt. <laughs> With a real determined look on her face, Paul, you can't you can't deny that. You can't take that away from her. Oh, but God. oh no, they've elapsed the forty minutes they were allocated for this task, and uh, consequently the room starts filling up with water. Yeah, there's nothing left to do but um, rip off parts of her dress to to to, to block the pipes that are spewing in water, which will help. Yeah, and- which whilst Boris goes back to get the extension cord. Uh, from the very well-spaced-out and accessible spikes that have come down, which he insists on doing with a tape measure that he apparently had with him. In case he had to measure anything while stealing things. The tape, the tape, tape measures, which are, which are known for their not fucking bending immediately and, um, and being able to hook things, uh, regardless of what it is. And, and, and this whole scene, it flits back between these two scenarios many times for about five minutes just when you think that they couldn't possibly film any more of this and he reels the tape measure back in fiddles with it a bit and then extends it once more but he just and then he fucking stops stops the water he gets it so egg on my face for doubting him yeah he gets it and he lowers it down and we see just how easily accessible that pipe has been this whole time yeah and she holds on to it until the water's been there for a while and then goes away yeah at one point, though, she does complain that it's too short. How short? I don't know. What? <laughs> Even you don't know. Well, I'm visibly holding quite a bit of slack, so I could probably give you a bit. Oh, wait, my belt. So he slowly ties his belt to the fucking thing. He says I'm coming down, and she's like, no, it's still a bit damp. Wait. <laughs> it's, it's still a bit damp. Are you sure there's not a way up that shaft and through the other locked doors? <laughs> I wish there was, love, but we tried, we tried that. Yeah. He has a go at warming so got, her up, and so they have a sex in front of the dead guy. Yeah, and it's it's great. Yeah, um, it's everything I could have wanted. It's it's yeah. it. John Major got in touch to saying, oh, if only I'd have known this. Come the 1997 election, things would have been different. <laughs> but he didn't, and, nope. and the the, the glory is, is with Lazar Rockwood and Molly Ringwald. So <laughs> and Tony Blair. So on to the. <laughs> who bit. cares or knows? Well. 
they go through by my count the fifth chamber <laughs> um and now there's a big thing of money and uh yeah, yeah, they can either take it or go through the sixth, I mean, seventh door um, mm. to a treasure that's even more valuable. Oh, I see that metal shutter thing from the beginning counted as the first trial. Excellent. So it is seven. Look, <laughs> seven seven doors, six chambers, mate. That's, <laughs> it's it's like 40 days and 39 nights. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he starts complaining that I have to find out where this door goes. And she's like, no, don't. We've got to go and get freedom through this door. I just want to check us through the door first. No, let's just go through it. It's like, am I going insane? Is there another door? He wants to look through the door. and You're stopping him, complaining that you need to leave. What's happening? Look, ag- agree to disagree. No. <laughs> I refuse. So look, we, just have, we get our info from different sources, okay? <laughs> so it's time to escape. Um, yeah. Or is oh it? Oh, no. They go to the lift and they go up to the top floor and um, he says, okay... You go ahead, I'll flip the switch. Oh, which switch? Oh, I've, I've finished flipping it. But you should still go ahead. You go first, as always. And he goes, oh, he's going back for the money. It was hard to tell because he's been insisting she go first this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, his, his, the money is more important because oh, no. Molly Ringwald has been saying, no, we can go away. We can start a life for some yep. reason. For 12 minutes, she's been saying this. <laughs> yeah. twelve. You've not been listening to anything I've said. I, I don't know. And I don't like it. All I know is I've got to get this money. I mowed it. So he goes down. He ha- he figured out that this is- it's attached to an explosive device. Yeah. So what he's going to do very, very carefully and tricksily Over is a long very period of slowly time. Yeah, move the money from the briefcase and leave one wad of, of note <sighs> in the briefcase, but then take it just before he gets in the lift. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to trick himself. If yeah. he doesn't think he's taking it, it won't work. Yeah. Yeah, and unbelievably, uh, that doesn't work. The bomb explodes. Yeah. And uh, Molly Ringwald is is uh, visited by Kiefer Sutherland, no less. Oh my god, it turns out that she was get-outing him the entire time. You know, she's yeah. been in on it, which makes it so fucking funny that she did most of the work in this thing. Yeah. Just trying to lure this idiot through to the final chamber. Maybe it's got something to do yeah. with the Greek gods. Do you, know any, do you know any Roman gods? Huh? No? Maybe it's Juno. Maybe it's Juno. <laughs> he didn't even want to fucking come down there. Oh, no, I, I think it's definitely through here. No, I explore upstairs. No, I think <laughs> this door might be the bit we got through, you fucking moron. <laughs> didn't do a single fucking thing. Why did the plan involve um, her being underwater for so long? <laughs> Why oh, was she so God. earnestly trying to fill the pipes of her clothes as she was fucking in on it? Oh. But when you're in love, Paul, you do anything, don't you? <laughs> But I don't know, she teases that she's got another Neil Breen lined up. Oh, God. <laughs> Sequel. Um, <laughs> she calls Jim or, or whatever the fuck. Um, she's got the money and they're going to go somewhere and that's going to be great, probably. Probably. I, I think so. You can only Fucking hope. Fucking hell. So that was, beyond, that was what lay beyond the seventh door. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, what a whimsical yeah. journey. Paul, what did you make of this particular seventh door and what's beyond it? Oh boy! I mean, thank you, Liam. Yeah, it was a lot. Never of heard of this. Nope. It, it was like being opened into the the door to Neil Breen yeah. again, and the the first ten minutes was. I was going to say, I love how obscure this is. For, to the best of my knowledge, this yeah. hasn't been covered by any of the prominent bad movie guys. I might yeah. be wrong. I don't think it's Except even us. in my bad movie. Well, exactly. It's like a new little treat for us. And this is exactly yeah. what I was trying to do with the So Bad It's Good season when we reviewed White Chicks for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you went you went too hard too early, Paul. How are we going to top White Chicks, you thought? 
<laughs> well, you how, motherfucker? You go to Canada. Yeah, and I'd never fucking heard of it before, so I just no. And and the first ten minutes was 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 f- like hilarious, amusingly weird. Yeah. Where it was that thing of oh, okay, this this lead character doesn't know how to like, be human. It's not even even yeah. a language barrier because there's just there's just something yeah, the about the delivery is- and the way he interacts with the world around him. It's, it's yeah, absolutely Keanu esque, but with no charm or um, <laughs> or but I, but I do love him almost as much as I yeah. do Keanu. Um, and and then about <laughs> ten minutes in, when he gets locked, they get locked in the castle and the traps mm. start, and then his desperation starts to come out, and the fact <laughs> yes. that he doesn't do a single thing to get through any of the traps, it's not a single it, fucking thing. He's so useless. Oh god, it was just it was everything <laughs> I wanted. It was so good for the soul. Yeah. This movie because you know we talk about why these so bad they're good movies work. It's the capacity to yeah. surprise and yes. and, and, and and just com- just. In almost the same way as watching something like Dune, where you you are yeah. completely taken <laughs> aback by brilliance, there, this is brilliance of another kind, and and you can't, you I couldn't have imagined how good this film was going to be for me until I was watching it, and the disbelief yeah. that I was watching something so purely great <laughs> was 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 really really overwhelming and is infectious yeah. just thinking about it. Yeah, it was it was <sighs> superb. It was. Yeah, because even the premise itself, in the same way that even a bad sports movie, we've had this conversation with Eddie, even yeah. a bad sports movie kind of has some inherent stakes, um, yeah. which, you know, if you can't invest in the characters, you still sort of get drawn along with. This yeah. format, which actually, I'm trying to think, this is quite innovative for its time. Yeah. I'm sure there are pre- precedents set, you know, there's, you know, old Edgar Allan Poe stories and such that kind of set up the yeah. kind of... Um, concept here and you know indiana jones had been a thing you know beforehand but still a sort of horror movie about two people stuck in a thing and having to solve puzzles to get out yeah you know there's not that many earlier examples i can think no because everything that i can think of is is definitely later you know the cube yeah absolutely saw and things like that get to our one better things yeah (laughs) um but yeah i mean it's got that premise that kind of works a little bit but Mm. yeah you're right the so bad stuff the fact that it's so cheaply done yeah. You know, they're, they're in this room that they've clearly just keep clearing out and redecorating in yeah. the same way. And, um, oh, fuck me. You know, these incredibly, and just incredibly bad decisions. The, um, it's all, it's almost frustrating the sheer determination to not engage with the premise. Like, it, if you could just, if they could just fucking go along with it and be like, okay, what's next? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. But after every room, they discuss their options as if they have any. Yeah. You know, oh, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to surprise him. We've got to do what he's not yeah. expecting us to do. You're in a room. There was one door. Yeah. What are you gonna fucking do? Maybe we can go back up the shaft. <laughs> Let me yeah. sit here and have another cigarette. It's like <laughs> it's like trying to do something with like your most boring friend. Yeah. The friend you have to fucking drag to everything who never wants yeah. to do anything but just sit around. It's like if he was the star of a movie. Yeah. So undynamic. <laughs> and and this is what... I had the feeling that this movie... Like, I was wondering if this was just a documentary about this guy, Lazar Rockwood, because occasionally <laughs> the camera would just focus on him and you'd wonder why. And then you'd think, is this just yeah. a study of him without him realising it? And and you're supposed to just be looking for some inner psyche <laughs> trying to figure out this enigma. It was absolutely baffling. Like I feel like it's drawing upon influences, maybe Eastern European cinema of the 1950s and 60s that we know nothing <laughs> about. And it's like, this guy thought he was fucking capturing the inner soul. Like those yeah. wonderful early um, sort of ex-Soviet bloc directors of the late of the 60s. And it's just, 
you know, he was the Bellatar of his fucking time. Yeah, I was, was going to say this Bellatar. guy. Because <laughs> it had these bizarre slow moments between the action that was soporific. And it, yeah. you know, it had camera work like Resident Evil 1, <laughs> where you're just looking at the people yeah. from the opposite end of a corridor going... Oh, God, it actually felt a bit like an old FMV game. Yeah, it you did. Know, like one of these old um, interactive CD games, kind of, because oh, you keep cutting God. back to the same thing, and you yeah. click on something, and a female voiceover would be, huh, maybe there's something here we could do. You know, it's just... <laughs> yeah, all right, game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just... So... so so all of that, Boris's performance, Lazar Rockwood, it was energetic and flat at the exact same time, and mm. he he like he he didn't know how to exist in this world, like this whether it's a slow opening of a door or banging on a shut door, and and, and then eventually there was a while there where I just kept thinking to myself, nothing's going to top this, nothing's going to be better than what mm. I just saw, starting right. with the. What do you mean, not all of them? Yeah. <laughs> and then getting onto the, the dress and the tape measure. And it just kept escalating. And, oh boy, I can't, I can't recommend this enough. It was a, it was a cool idea as well. Um, really awesomely executed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I remember the name of the Polish director I was trying to um, remember there. And I can't pronounce his yeah. name. There's a J. There's two J's. It's Wajda. Andrzej Wajda. Okay. I, I don't know. That's probably okay. an absolute fucking massacre. Was there a W in there? Oh, at the beginning. At the beginning, there was. Watched yeah. it. Like, okay, so well, that, I think that's more of a that's more of a ver. I think. Ver. It depends what they're doing with their J's. Pol- Poland. What are you doing with your J's? You is doing? it like is the J like Vaj- a year? What? Voida. Vada. Vada. Who knows? Vada. Agnes Who... Vada. What a brilliant mind she was. <laughs> Let's talk more about her in her cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can't do that because we're busy talking about Lazar Lockwood's um fucking Rockwood's uh, yeah. cinema. Um, yeah, I'm so curious. Do, do you know what I might do? As we've seeing as we're somewhat ahead of time, and I feel that we should um, do something about that. Um, I'm going to look up the fucking premise premises for. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> premises? Is it premises? Yeah. For like, uh, his other two movies, because I'm very, very curious now. Premises, premises, both. I guess. Yeah. Both. Why not? Get off these premises. The graveyard story. Yeah. Uh, after a rich man discovers a grave of a little girl, some unknown force drives him to discover the circumstances of her death. He hires a private eye to do so and discovers more than he ever man- imagined. Aww. Starring John Ireland. Okay. Not our, our boy, unfortunately. Um, but I think he is in the other one of theirs, which is Brooklyn Nights. Yes, yeah. there's his picture on the poster. Fuck yeah. <laughs> A hospital nurse aids a homeless New York street artist attacked by drug dealers. Ah, oh, I think that's the one. Fuck yeah, that's got to be the one. Like we've An got hour and a, twenty-five minutes. We owe it to ourselves to put slot that into our um, to watch list, <laughs> and we owe it to ourselves yep. to put that um, the born Neil Breen in there as well. Because we we have to slog yeah. through the white chicks and the the grown ups uh, quite a lot, Paul. We need to treat ourselves more. Treat ourselves. <laughs> Let's Come just on. Treat a couple of hardworking pools. This is our recommendation for each other. Yeah, absolutely. We can do that sometimes. Every four times, every ten episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's our fucking podcast. We can do what we want. Fuck yeah! As long let's as stop the, this. the OG team are happy with it. Let's just stop. Yeah, assuming God. Oh God. Oh God. So long as they're happy with it. For the love oh, of Christ. Jesus. Well, shall we get on to quick firing all the things that we particularly enjoyed about this ridiculous movie? I think we should. Because there's no point criticizing any. You know, occasionally it drags a bit. That's kind of part of it. Yeah. You know, the scenes where nothing is happening and they're just sitting around is like part of why it's amazing. Yeah, because you're wondering, (laughs) why is it doing this to me? (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you doing? It's amazing. And it's only an hour and 13 minutes long, yeah. so it's not like it's you know going to start really dragging and on your life like a fucking Transformers movie. No, and you can watch it on YouTube. So everybody, take it from me <laughs> and from other Paul and from Liam. Watch this movie. Yeah. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's sublime. Quick fact. Um, yes, yeah, so let's have this line. Um, I have enough. I have enough of this. I have enough of you. I have enough of everything. <laughs> I have enough. I have enough of this. I have enough of you. I have enough of everything. <laughs> oh, yes, please. When they're talking about the, the, the rings, Wendy goes, mm. What about the Lord of the Rings? Who the hell was he? Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um, the, the recording had some amazing little moments. I like the voice in general. And at yeah. one point he says, you might just get out of here. <laughs> like the, the break yeah. and then just get out of here <laughs> afterwards. It was quite amusing. But his voice in general was quite pleasing. Yeah, I liked it. It was rich. Yeah. Like Gatto. Ooh. Oh, Gatto-y Bob. <laughs> um, As he's known. So I've, I've written down the opening sequence. It must just be his journey back from prison. Right. Um... And, and, you know, the music and the font, obviously, yeah. part of it. But just, just something about it. I think it felt like a karaoke video. Mm. You know, those those weird ones with a couple walking in a park when you're trying to sing Mustang Sally. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just, they just put them, the, the, the weirdest non-sequitous <laughs> shit. Yes. Um, it had that kind of feel to it. And I Love did appreciate it. that. <laughs> um, okay, it's just going to be more lines of his. Speak up, you bastard. And <laughs> talking to the thing. And then afterwards yeah. he says, There's no bloody way we're going to die in here. Yeah. Just the bloody. Where's that come from now? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, oh, God. fucking uh, Can- Canada via Yugoslavia. Who knows? <laughs> That's a long oh, journey. Geez. And they, they made that journey together, Paul. And I respect that. I, I've i got a couple of genuine things and then the, like the rest of it is just weird. So <laughs> I, I actually did. Re- I really liked Wendy. There's just something yes, about her. Me that, too. Like, that was my next her- thing. Oh, Bonnie cool. Beck. Whether it's her determined look as she's unscrewing <laughs> the screws. Oh, fuck's um, <laughs> Twice. Uh, yeah. Uh, or or you know, just her in general, the way she delivered the terrible lines. It was yes. always great. There was just something yeah. so charming about her. Yeah, you're right. There's something very endearing, especially when you know the twist and you realize she's just trying to drag this lunk of wood yeah. all the way through this thing. It's 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 very appealing. Yeah. Okay, the body language when he's flipping out is good. Lots of yeah. gesturing and then back yeah. to normal and then gesture again. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> like individual gestures. Like he's yeah. suddenly. It's it really feels like he's improvising quite uh, sometimes. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised <laughs> by that. Oh fuck me. There's a moment at the beginning where. Uh, Wendy is just listing Boris's problems, just like everything that's wrong with him, and it just right. focuses on his face while he's trying to, trying to react, but also trying to get a word in. And there's something about like this is how it's meant to be f- right. in the movie. This is meant to be her yeah. listing problems and him failing to get a word in, but she, but she is <laughs> delivering them in this matter of fact way, and he is just doing whatever the fuck he's doing to exist in this space, <laughs> and er- everything just works in this moment. Oh my god, fantastic. Um, I, I will say as a as a genuinely good thing, some of the shots of Wendy falling down the chute look good. Like they obviously did it mm. in a very chunky chunky way because they obviously didn't have her just go down a chute. They did like bits and pieces yeah. of it. You know, yeah. they'll have had her climbing into a chute that goes nowhere and then sliding down something somewhere completely different and then getting up from yeah. the chute she has not slid down. Yeah. Nevertheless, some of it looked quite good and a bit rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like that. 
I like the interesting pace set by the opening dialogue. Mm. It kind of feels like a like a cold open to a movie. <laughs> uh, there's, there's just something about the. It is a slow, very weird pace, yeah. and the the scene itself is very weird. But it's it's like you expect then once the conversation's over and they get up and leave the cafe to suddenly have beyond the seventh door come up on the front on the <laughs> you know on the screen. Yeah, it's like Mel gets solid. <laughs> exactly like Mel gets solid. I've written the line. I don't like it at all. I don't know where it is. Yeah. I will have to find it. <laughs> I think it's when he's like talking to Wendy down the shaft, but down the slide. <laughs> oh yeah, when she's I just think... like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Stop it, Wendy. Stop right now. Because that whole interaction is so amazing. Where it's yeah. just like they're so slow to do anything. It's like, oh, there's yeah. a body down here. Oh no, I don't, I don't like it. That's not good. Yeah. There's, a, there's a door. I, I can unscrew one of the bolts. Oh, I don't. Oh no, yeah. no. You yeah, shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't do that. I, okay, I, I've done it I once. I got one. Shall <laughs> I continue? I don't know. Cut to butt. Uh, He's got a fag on the go. So what are you gonna? Do? What else? What else? Just do it. it was, I don't know. Yes. What's the line? It's amazing. Oh fuck. Christ. <laughs> it really is. Oh fucking hell. Fuck me, running. So... This is how Lord Breston wants me dressed. I wonder why. Because he's a pervert. He's rich. He can afford it. And enjoy it. What are you... <laughs> I guess I see what you're getting at there, but... Yeah, with the like, whole it's... touching thing. <laughs> it implies that he's rich enough to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of... It, the way that goes, like, t- to me, in my head, it goes, he can afford it and enjoy it and afford it <laughs> you know, just... okay okay Excellent. we need to calm down um the <sighs> music during the water flowing into the room uh, sequence is pretty extraordinary on for so long this music accompanying them doing really <laughs> underwhelming actions and it's um oh, oh boy it's pretty good it's it's very final fantasy 7 a lot of that soundtrack <laughs> it's like background music in a game <laughs> imagine background music in a game on but a then loop. you zoom out to reveal the player is not playing the game and is in fact flicking his <laughs> belly button <laughs> but with the music oh. still going I, I, that makes sense <laughs> yeah um, when, when she is down there in in the water the water room and he's shouting at her down the shaft, <laughs> they just after a, after a while the echoey line the holes landing tell me about the holes comes down <laughs> <laughs> and it's just great because it just comes oh, from fuck. fucking nowhere. <laughs> well, look, this is my last one, okay. and it's another genuinely good thing. It, it you know the line when he's wheeling away. And she says, yeah. by the way, Wendy, you really don't have to make love to all of them. There was something yeah. effectively creepy about that. The idea that she keeps having sex with them down there. It, it bespeaks a kind oh, of yeah. fucked up nature to her. Very reminiscent of the character from Get Out, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she, that's an extra bit that she doesn't need to do, but she Ooh. does it. It's unsettling. 
That isn't selling. Yeah. Jesus. Thank you for that. <laughs> so the the wailing guitar solo as she's ripping off her dress and hunched over starts stuffing scraps of it into pipes and then he extends his tape measure, reels it in, fiddles with it and starts all over again. It's brilliant. <laughs> It's so contradictory, yeah. To yeah, exactly. It's, 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 that's, that's, yeah. Um, the line, oh, Boris, make love to me. As we cu- And then we cut to the ever watchful eyes of the dead guy. It's just like, you assume that's, yeah. that's what they were going <laughs> no, for. We don't cut. So- we don't cut. We fade. Oh, we fade. Yeah, we do. We fade. <laughs> oh, it's that's superb. What- that's what he, he uh, Benedict is watching movies that have like a train going into a tunnel or a rocket launching and going, why don't they, <laughs> why they put it. those in anyway yeah <laughs> dead guy clearly <laughs> um on um almost 59 minutes dead on Paul um oh there, yeah there's an organ bit and then the final note okay. is just held for a few seconds too long It's, it's it's wonderful, yeah. and then um, my last one is just the drum roll right before the um, the movie ends and the credits hit. It is a brilliant Casio keyboard drum roll, and it's oh, it brilliant. just sums up everything I love about this movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, love it! <sighs> Fantastic! What a yeah. what an odyssey for us. I I can't imagine we had too much from the um. Let me see. Let me see. Over on over on Twitter. Oh shit! We're going to multiple places. So, uh, kind of. So, oh, blockbusters! Those those tricksy boys. Given the picture choice and the title, I'm guessing this is a film about department store changing rooms. I guess it's nice to see that very niche setting getting the spotlight. Yeah, I got nothing. I, oh, I, you lured us in again. Oh my god, we read so much. We devoted so much of our podcast to that. God, I'm. <laughs> I was thirsty, and I was going to take a sip of water. Delicious, like giving water. But now I read your tweet because I thought maybe, maybe, <sighs> maybe this time. Alas, <laughs> Janelle. Oh, okay. Or well, Nell. Uh, she she got in touch. Yeah, um, which is great. Don't don't hear from her uh, often <laughs> enough, which is um, troubling given our uh, daily adjacency. She's still on that oil rig. Um, she's still covered in oil to sort of stop me from grabbing hold of her at any time. <laughs> which I which I would do were she not covered head to toe in oil. Um, disgusting, oh, stinky. Stop trying oil. now. She doesn't even have to use real oil. Yeah, because <laughs> she knows that you're defeated. Just wears a sign that says oil on it. Um, so so Nell says the, the the line no Boris in the Latin alphabet no she says no Boris in the Latin alphabet Jehovah begins with an I not just yeah. a good thing but the best thing is the tape measure dress water plugging scene wept with joy and she did and it was it a was wonderful so thing long. to behold and, and this is we've talked about this before Paul the uh, watching movies in different rooms and some would say continents yeah. is we, yeah. we don't have those some moments of Shaq lifting a woman into his arms with triumphant music or like yeah. moving triumphantly yeah. up an escalator <laughs> yeah we, don't, we, we yeah. don't have those those shared moments anymore so it's really great to watch it yeah. with people and, and have those moments yeah. 
I I showed it to Katie and um and Matt whilst they were around, and there was there was lovely to get some just feedback of I know, right? What the <laughs> fuck? This is amazing. God. And that's what bad movies are all about, you know. I've I have been wrestling with it again because actually I, I heard Edgar Wright on um films to be buried with mm. a very good episode in Sunday, a two part episode. He was on our Patreon. He was on our Patreon. He was doing. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> crazy oh you Ah. you scamp you actual legend um (laughs) he was talking about having complex feelings about bad so good they're bad movies because um specifically he said he went to a screening of um twisted pear i think the neil breen film okay um and he did it in la so neil breen was fucking there oh my god you know and he sat near neil breen during this and he said he looked over neil breen looked kind of like confused by some of the laughter at the film oh no and it's and, it, you know, he compared it to Tommy Wiseau, you know, doing the yeah. whole rounds thing. And it, it has made me wonder about it, because the thing is, it really is joyful to watch a movie like this that is so poorly accomplished. And yes, there's some moral complexity in there, but also I kind of feel like once a director has made it mm. and released it, they should kind of step back and not yeah. be there in the screen to make people feel complicated about how it's being enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, it's a kind of expression, you know, and it's... They have made something hilarious, and if we decide to not laugh at it, then we're ignoring it. Because yeah. Yeah. there's nothing else to be gotten out of beyond the seventh tour. This isn't a great movie. You know, no. it's funny because of all the ways in which it falls short of being just a normal movie made by people. Yeah. And if this meant that, you know, a couple of the people in it, you know, maybe had promising careers and they didn't go anywhere, that's a shame. It's a real shame. But it's not the movie's fault, and I feel like it shouldn't prevent audiences from enjoying it. Yeah. I think so. Never go to something where Neil Breen is. (laughs) And that applies to not, you know, that applies to things outside of watching his movies. Just (laughs) never go to LA. It's Breenland now. (laughs) Breensville. They they changed it weirdly. They managed it. Um, It really fits the place. uh, Fittingly, we do end the OG team with something from Liam himself. um, Oh, yes. Good. He he did send us a tweet, um, but he's got a private Twitter account, so it didn't, uh, it didn't come through. So I asked him, you know what his thoughts were and he oh he's also just just this second sent me a link mm. um just in case that's not what it is he'll say uh mm. he said oh he just prattled on about the wonderful leather muppet-esque face of lazar rockwood yeah. and well the rotten troll face <laughs> i can't imagine he's got that reference unfortunately he will after that vhs tape i've ordered arrives <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he will love it and he will thank you for it so <laughs> you know mutual exchange um yeah, and, the wrong and I can't, I can't wait for more. I'm going to get a list of, uh, <laughs> a list of movies from him. I think. Oh, great! Uh, that we need to slide into our thing because we, <laughs> we've got an untapped yeah. source here, Paul. Holy fuck! Um, yeah, I mean, my god. Yeah. This is this is this invaluable. is gold dust, mate. And do you know what else is invaluable? <laughs> the OG team. The OG team. Oh, it's the OG team. Oh fuck! And finishing the record under sixty minutes. We're Holy on, we're on track, shit! Paul. We're on track. Oh well, I've got a nine-minute essay I was hoping to read. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it just now. My you were balls. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks OG team. Thanks, and OG thanks team. Liam. And- thanks Liam. Let's talk about the one better thing. Yeah. The one better thing. I mean, watch this. I had yeah, definitely, definitely this. This is my main recommendation because <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I did struggle to think of anything else because I think I've recommended Cube before. Yes. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I had that. Um. And it is, but that is also great. So you should definitely watch it. Um, oh yeah. And then. Yeah, I don't know. If you never, you don't know what the twist to Saw is. <laughs> I was originally going to do the Saw movies because yeah. you know I recently rewatched them for We See Saw, uh, mm-hmm. the podcast I did with Katie Maiden, 
Um, yeah. And it was a lot of fun. And really, those movies have actually aged quite well in as much as they've aged very badly. So now yeah. there's a great camp value to the very hyper naughty style editing that yeah. was not present in the Chainsaw you know, fucking remake, which I thought it might have been. But the mm. flash cuts, the bizarre scene transitions, the oh, terrible yeah, acting, the da-na-na, fucking... Um, well, that and also Linkin Park sometimes fucking showing up and like the soundtrack <laughs> being just amazing. It's, oh, um, boy. It's it's a it's a good laugh. Those Saw movies now. I think they've aged very uh, cool. Aged like a fine pop soda. <laughs> you could just enjoy it now, and all the weird visions that will give you. But uh, Katie reminded me that there is a legitimately good film that I can uh, bring up here, which is Would You Rather. Uh, At least I think it's a good film. It's um yeah, an American uh, sort of psychological horror film directed by a guy who hasn't done that much else, it seems. But it's got Jeffrey Combs in it as this rich man who invites a bunch mm. of people to dinner. And then forcibly forces them to play, forcibly forces. Um, That's extra force. He forces them to play a game of Would You Rather, which involves these horrible sort of um, situations, picking between two options that really Mm. sort of, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of one. The first round is played by having two contestants connected to a shot machine and one person decides whether they should shot themselves or the other person. And it just gets more and more rough. Like, should you stab the person next to you with an ice pick or whip this guy, um, Uh, you know, more? And it just gets this whole sore-esque kind of thing. But it's it's very much this rich man has these play things, which are the people desperate for his money. And he plays these fucked up games with them. So, yeah, Mm. I I think that was a really good film. So would you rather? I'd recommend it. And Jeffrey Combs is delightful, as always. Do you know what, Paul? I would rather. <laughs> ah, there you go. And I would <laughs> rather the OG team or whatever this segment is. Or something. Ah. <laughs> End of the episode. The one better thing. Paul, how can people find out about episodes that are probably longer than this one? They can speak to, wow, almost any of them except for probably Manos um, <laughs> and, the, and the Christmas tree. Yeah. They can speak to Liam who has all of our information on his t-shirts, his fantastic Neil Bream <laughs> themed t-shirts. Yay. Um, Neil, Neil, Neil Bream'd t-shirts he's dreamed anyway, and ready to that, go he's dreamed and brill creamed and he's good to go on anything ogt probably, probably. Uh, they can do that on ogt pod at twitter and facebook they send us an email at gmail at ogtpod at gmail.com i think i missed a word in there somewhere <laughs> um but it was one of the non-important ones we are on spotify where all the cool kids listen to it even your mum who is a cool kid oh, she There's loves a reverse it. thing going on there she's got reverse cool kid disease <laughs> and um but it's but it's good don't let the, the disease is a misnomer uh, and we also have a Patreon where this pointless vamping bullshit is captured <laughs> in, often in real time for as little as a dollar a month. Fuck yeah. You get exclusive access to content such as the Halloween Kills review, um, the latest episode of 50 Pools of Shade. Yep. <laughs> uh, the, uh, this week, a review of June or Dune. Dune. And. Uh, and we thought it was quite good, so you can listen to that. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot more coming in December. Oh, my God. And a lot, lot more. Not and in November. merch is going out to some patrons. Uh, yeah. T-shirts, mugs, stickers. They've come out, and people have been uh, happy with it. We've been People have come back and said, this is good. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah, so we'll put that as a review and maybe on our Patreon. <laughs> on Google Maps. <laughs> I give this yes. <laughs> I'm Paul Maps. I'm Paul Yes. And remember, the one good thing about Manos the Hands of Fate or whatever this was beyond the seventh day <laughs> is that sometimes the best things in life are free and the best things you can put in your movie can be obtained from your nearest warehouse that you break into <laughs>